0: My name is Keila Fowler, and this is the Loves to Chat Podcast. I'm the founder and CEO of a makeup education company called 85 Beauty, but I have a lot of identities. And since they're all going to be running wild here, let me introduce you to some of them. Daughter, friend, sister, aunt, former teacher, makeup artist, geriatric millennial, oh, why do they even call us that? And so much more. On the Loves to Chat podcast, I'm going to be talking about the hopes and dreams we had for our lives as kids and how we reconcile them with the adult lives we currently live day to day. If you're ready to have some company as you go on the grocery run, wash the dishes, commute to work, are we still doing that? Or wherever you find yourself, let's chat. Is a huge topic that i'm sure i'll do a handful of episodes on in the future and today we're diving into one aspect of adult friendship that i was not prepared for as a kid but maybe i should have been hey everyone welcome back to the loves to chat podcast i'm keila fowler your host and i am so glad that we're back together today because we're gonna get into this and in Some of you might feel a little prickly about it and that's okay. That is like why we need to chat, right? The loves to chat podcast is literally about us having these conversations because I can't have them by myself anymore and I probably had them with my best friends. But this is one that I feel super passionate about and I just need us to talk. Do you remember when you were a kid and you'd start a new friendship with someone? everything was fresh and new you'd get excited every time you realize that you like the same things right they like pepperoni on their pizza too. babysitter's club is their favorite book series like okay so that's going like back to like elementary school because dude if I found out that you like the babysitter's club dude we, we were friends Like, that was the only basis of friendship I needed after that point right Friendship was so easy in that way, but even as adults, it's kind of the same, right? Like, oh, snap, we like the same music. You like to go to Home Goods. I like to go to Home Goods. It's a, that's a match made in heaven, you know? But when you were kids and you would start a new friendship with somebody, it was thrilling. You now had a new friendship and you want to hang out. You want to do stuff all the time, right? Like, that lasts, that feeling lasts for a little while. Because then this fateful day arrives when your friend suggests, Hey, we should hang out with Meredith too. And (laughs) you're like, what? Who said anything about Meredith? Who invited Meredith? I'm not trying to be friends with Meredith. I'm friends with you. Right? And so it begins. The conflict of trying to merge your friend groups. Oof. Now, we're going to unpack this scenario another time, strictly in the context of friendship, but the path that we're taking today is how that same scenario plays out in your adult friendships, when they suddenly want to bring their partners into your friendship, their boyfriends, their girlfriends, their their husbands, wives, partners, right? Like all of their significant others suddenly need to be a part of your friendship. And I have exactly one question. Why? Why? Like, I'm I'm just gonna give y'all a hot second to really consider that. Why? When I was teaching, there was a phrase that we used to throw around, typically at parent-teacher conferences, because like we really need to communicate this to parents so that they could understand that this is a thing that happens and it's not anybody's fault. But I wanted to fight this phrase because it used to bug me, but I really couldn't because it rang true. And here's what it is. Threes are hard. Bringing a third person into a friendship dynamic gets tricky because now you have to figure out a new rhythm. You have to redistribute the time spent. You have to avoid someone feeling left out. It's a whole thing. Now, before any of you start thinking, ooh, drama. Keela must really hate dealing with her friend's partners. Let me stop you right there. My friends already know that. (laughs) You're not about to bring stress and strife into my household, okay? Like, You're not telling them anything they don't already know, first of all. But no, seriously, I don't fake it. All of my friends whose partners I have relationships with, those relationships with their partners are completely genuine. It's not like, it's not forced. It's not faked. It's not, oh, well, it would mean so much to my friend if I would be friendly with you. So I guess I'll try. Wrong answer. Absolutely not. It's real. But here's what I don't like. I don't like when it's forced. When someone decides that they want to bring their partner into y'all's friendship. And so they sneak attack you. Y'all. You got to stop doing this. It's so freaking rude. It's so messed up, and it's what actually incites conflict in your friendship. There are some really great reels and TikToks flying around about this, from the perspective of when you make plans with a friend and you show up and someone else is there. Like especially if you're an introvert, like you only prepared to have an energy exchange with one person one particular person that you made plans with it's a whole different ball game when you're dealing with additional people I can't stand that like if I think that I'm going to be hanging out with mark I want to hang out with mark I don't want to hang out with mark and Bob and Tony and Frank I don't want to hang out with mark and his girlfriend Eliza I want to hang out with mark that is it I only prepared for mark I already know that I can drop my guard because we're friends. We have trust. I don't have to, like, be be like be. You know, what I'm, I was gonna say be nice. I'm always nice, but you know what I'm saying? Like when you're gonna meet somebody new, and now you're like, oh, this is first impression territory. If I'd known that, I would have prepared. You know what I'm saying? It's just not fair. So don't do that to folks. It's wrong. It's not helpful, and also, it tends to make what could have been a really great first meeting a pretty terrible first meeting so i'm gonna give you i think i got three we've, we've got three you know how i am i might throw in a bonus if i'm just feeling a little fired up because i am y'all this topic is like a whole thing but i've got three kind of like points some do's don'ts ideas to share with you so we're going to get into point number 1, which is why it's annoying. And this is just a follow-up about what I was literally just saying. Why is it annoying that people do this? It's simple. Because they weren't invited. There's no other way to to do this. Listen, I got to I got to be as clear and upfront with y'all as possible. I'm the person that at literally every family gathering like my question is who's gonna be there (laughs) and I know I'm not alone so I like right now as long as you're not like driving or doing something you know that can get you hurt but if you are like washing the dishes right now or something like go dry your hands and I need you to go to Instagram go to the loves to chat page and I need you to like comment and tell me if you too are one of those people who's like, no, I always need to know the guest list who all's going to be there. If that's always your question, you're my people, right? I need to know, I need to mentally prepare for what I'm about to walk into. I want to know who's going to be at the barbecue. I want to know who's going to be at Thanksgiving dinner table. I want to know it's important to me because I need to set my brain up and my energy levels up in such a way that I am going to be able to account for all that could predictably happen. We have certain people in our family and our friend group that are a little extra. When you know you're gonna be dealing with someone who's a little extra, you're like, okay, here, here, here we go. And you just kind of prepare accordingly. Now, when you're not prepared for that, you're not expecting that, and you are not in the freaking mood, and then someone extra is at the party, you're like, I don't even have time for you today. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. We're not doing this. Right? And now it's a thing because you already know that you don't have the energy for this and that person doesn't know how to read the freaking room let alone read your face right so now they're coming at you with all this like hot intense energy and you're like whoa I need you to take several seats and now it's a it's a thing right now you've got like a conflict that you didn't invite because you're like I also didn't invite Fred Fred wasn't supposed to be here but like if you knew Fred was going to be there you would have planned accordingly and maybe part of the plan would have been that you didn't go because you're like i don't have the energy for fred i'm not doing fred today i'm gonna stay home and eat some nachos and watch a show and that would have been totally fine because that meant you could uh, you, you get to be in the driver's seat of your experiences and i think that's fair i think it's fair that everybody gets to be in the driver's seat of their experiences and they know what they're getting themselves into so when you invite somebody when you invite your partner to a thing that your friend wasn't included in, like y'all didn't have a conversation about the fact that you were going to have Bradley come to dinner with you. You're like, well, what, what is this really about now? Like, do you and Bradley have news to share with me? Am I now supposed to, am I like, on a friend date with Bradley? Am I supposed to be getting to know him? Is he supposed to be getting to know me? Why is Bradley here? I'm distracted, right? I want to be able to have a conversation with you and now I can't because I'm worried about Bradley and his thoughts and feelings and I didn't ask about Bradley's thoughts and feelings, but here we are, right? So like going back to the idea of a sneak attack, like Tasha, if Krista made plans with you, it's because she wanted to hang out with you. Don't bring your partner. If she wanted to see Michelle, she would have asked you to invite Michelle but she did not. So it's annoying. The partner wasn't invited. Don't do that. Point two. Okay. Mm, I just need to like, okay, if you're, mm, this is going to be a rough one. If you're in my life, like if you're, if you're a friend of mine, I've probably had this conversation with you in some capacity. And if I haven't, well, I guess we're having it now. (laughs) So, Okie dokes, but y'all stop doing this, okay? This is point number two, stop doing this. Putting your friends on speakerphone so that your partner can join the conversation. (sighs) Y'all, what is this nonsense? I gotta tell y'all, this is a quick way to lose my trust and make me never want to speak to you again. I am not being intense when I say that. I am being honest when I say that. I think it is such a breach of trust to allow someone else into the conversation without telling the other person on the end of the phone. Like if I called to speak to Ben, I have no interest in Maureen knowing what I have to say to Ben. I wasn't talking to Maureen. It's none of her business. Because if I knew that Maureen was listening in, I may have certain things that I'm comfortable sharing with Ben, but not with somebody else that I'm not in a relationship with, i.e. Maureen. Therefore, I'm going to edit what I say so that I'm comfortable with who's having certain information about me because I know that other people are listening. But if I don't know that and you allow other people in on our conversation, that's freaking rude and it's also a breach of trust. Because I don't have a relationship with those other people. Which means I wouldn't tell those other people the same things I would tell you. Because you are my friend. Not those other folks. Your kid is not my friend. So I'm not trying your, I'm not trying to have your kid hear the things that I'm saying to you. It's none of their business. My relationship is with you. Your relationship is with me. It. I just think it's so rude when people do that. Like stop putting people on speakerphone or if you're right, because this is, this is real. This is totally real. And I understand this and I have no problem with this scenario. Bluetooth in the car. It happens, right? You're driving. Although this happened the other day and I was like, oh, I actually really don't like that. So my, my car, I'm sure yours is is similar, right? where um like these new these newfangled cars right where they tell all your business but when your when your phone attaches to the bluetooth and then it tell like on the screen it'll pop up the person who's texting you i'm like ooh i actually don't like that cuz sometimes when someone else is in the car with you they now know that you received a text message from joe and you're like i didn't need you to know that i was having a conversation with joe so that already feels like too much information you know what i'm saying but this is a scenario that I understand that I'm like, but here's how you deal with it. All right. So here we go. Got some tools for you. If you are in the car driving and you have your partner in the seat next to you, totally normal, not, a, not an issue. That's not a big thing. Right. And then let's say your best friend calls you. Here's what I propose you do, because this is what I expect my best friend to do, and she does, right? Like, this is what we do. If you, if your Bluetooth picks up and you answer the phone, therefore, everyone in the vehicle can hear you, right? And everyone in the vehicle can hear the other person on the end of the phone. All you got to do is be like, hey, Keela, you're on speakerphone. So-and-so's in the car with me. Dude, that is all I need to know because suddenly I understand the scenario I'm like oh got it you're on the road Bluetooth is on everybody can hear me in the car you're not alone got it and that's great because that means I can have maybe not the conversation I planned to have with you because I was gonna tell you something like really juicy that happened that was like about me and my life that was only for you to hear, not for your partner to hear. So I will edit the conversation and like, we will have that conversation another time, but like, we can still have like a brief conversation. Now you get what I'm saying, but there are a lot of people, some of them are in my family <clears throat> who will just allow the, the they'll just answer the phone as if it's only them. Meanwhile, there are other people in the vehicle. Who are hearing everything that you're saying and maybe you wouldn't say things like that if you knew other people were listening (sighs) yeah i struggle with that so stop stop doing that just just stop please stop okay point three this is a okay this is a do do be intentional and open with your friend if them having a relationship with your partner is important to you, just talk about it, that's all. If you want your friend to have a relationship with your partner, talk to them about it. Like, this is just classic communication. Like, but, but don't force things on people. Actually have the conversation and say, hey, I'd really like for you to to like get to know each other. It's important to me that my friends are, you know, like have have some type of relationship with my partner. So like, I'd love for you guys to, you know, maybe sometimes we can like all three do a lunch or whatever, but like, yeah, that, that'd that be pretty cool. Just say so. And then that gives the your friend the opportunity to either agree or pass because they have a right to not want to enter into a relationship, a friendship with your partner. They don't have to. And this is what used to bug me about seeing this happen with kids in school. And it's the same as adults. Everyone should have their, the autonomy to choose who they do and don't want to be in relationship with. And if I've chosen to be in relationship with you, that does not mean I have to be in relationship with your partner. It does not you are two completely different people. You are different people. I don't care that you're married. I don't care that you're in a partnership. It doesn't change the fact that my relationship is with you, not with that other person. And I get to choose if I want to be in a partnership sorry, <laughs> that was wrong. I get to choose if I want to be in a relationship, in a friendship with your partner. I don't have to. And if that's a deal breaker for your friendship, like if for, if for you it's a deal breaker, that your friends need to be in a friendship with your partner, then like you need to say that. Personally, I struggle with that because like I just said, you're an individual person. And going back to that idea of threes are hard, threes are hard, right? Your friend and your partner may have very little in common and that's okay. They don't have to be friends. They can know each other, say hello, be respectful and make small talk at the barbecue right but it truly doesn't have to go beyond that everything can't be a netflix movie so here's my final takeaway friendships are hard they're hard in different ways at different times in your life and in different seasons and like i said we're going to probably do quite a few episodes here on the loves to chat podcast on friendship because there's so much to unpack there, but friendships are made even harder when you have a third party weighing in on all of your conflicts and issues, and your friend isn't aware that that was a contributing factor. Your partner is all up in the Kool-Aid and doesn't know the flavor. I understand needing to get like a different perspective on a disagreement or wanting to get a gut check to see like if you've been out of line, right? I totally understand that. You might have maybe maybe for you it is your partner or, or maybe you have a best friend who's like your vault, right? They hear all the things about all the people because they're your one safe confidant, blah blah blah. But personally, I don't trust friends who talk super openly with their other friends about me because I don't do that. I don't do that to my friends. If I'm in a conflict with a friend and I'm having a conversation with another friend and they ask about them, I'm either going to be super evasive and maybe change the subject or I might say something like, yeah, we're just working some things out right now and then just leave it alone. But some of y'all, dude, like some of y'all will drop every single detail about the ins and outs of the fight that you just had with your friend. And you know what you just did in that moment is that you told me that you would do the exact same thing to me. Meaning, if you're willing to tell me all the nonsense that just went down between you and Annette, you are willing to tell Annette all the stuff that goes down between you and me. And that's not cool. And I don't wanna be in a friendship with somebody who's willing to share all of our inside stuff with other people, because I'm not sharing our inside stuff with other people. That's not right. When we have conflict, right? And you go and tell your other friends all of that information, They're the outsiders, right? So why do you want the outsiders to have opinions on the inner workings of your friendship that the two of you have put the sweat equity into, the trust into, the like difficult conversations? You guys have done all of that work to build something really special. And if it breaks down, it breaks down and that happens sometimes. But it shouldn't, what shouldn't be a catalyst of that happening is outsiders' opinions, Right, because what I'm not interested in is going to like your kid's birthday party and having your other friends give me dirty looks the next time that I see them, because they know things about our friendship that I never told them, but you did because you invited them in to know all the stuff. Hard pass. That's messed up. I'm not cool with that. Y'all, I'm so interested to hear your thoughts on this entire topic. Do you feel an obligation to be friends with all of your friends' partners? Do you think your friends need to be friends with your partner? Go to our Instagram, at loves to chat. Leave us a comment. I'd love to hear your thoughts and your ideas. Make sure to subscribe to the Loves to Chat podcast. Share it with your friends. In fact, this could be your way to let your friends know how you've been feeling. Like, Just think of this episode as a conversation starter. You're welcome. (laughs) all right y'all i will chat with you next week and as always let's live our lives in such a way that we can make the little kids and us proud i'll talk to you soon thanks so much for listening to the love to chat podcast new episodes for the summer series come out every wednesday Make sure to subscribe to the Loves to Chat podcast on whatever platform you prefer to listen to podcasts. Leave a comment on this episode and let me know what resonated with you, made you laugh, or is going to have you thinking for the rest of the day. Follow me on Instagram at Keelafowler, spelled K-E-E-L-A-F-O-W-L-E-R. Now let's go out there and live our lives in such a way that it would make the little kids in us proud. I'll see you next week.